Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. All right, Northlanders, we are back here, hour number three. And visualize this now. You're someone in in the northern part of the state of Minnesota, and you're thinking about opening a business, or you have a business in place, but you don't know how to quite address growing your business the way you think it could possibly grow. Maybe you need someone... Uh, a consultant, shall we say, somebody that maybe can come in and mentor you on how to grow your business by developing tools and practices that'll make this better. Well, guess what? I got that person on the phone right now, and her name is Shelly Peterson from Promoting Me. Hi, Shelly. Hello. How are you? I'm good. So did I kind of hit that on the head there? That's that's basically what you do is you take either someone that currently has a, a business in place and maybe hasn't figured out how to grow that business or somebody that just has a good idea and would like to get in the business. And can you take somebody from zero and kind of grow them into a business as well? I can. We call that going from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. Fantastic. Yes. You know, usually so, where we, what we do is we try and uh, develop a plan to help them stand out in this micro-attention world, right? So oftentimes, whether you're an established business, we'll go through and we'll take a look at who is your current target audience and what are you messaging right now? And, you know, right. do, you have an on, do you have an online presence? Because many people don't. Um, or they might have a website, but they're not maximizing that, nor are they using social media to connect with their generations. So, you know, we really take a look at, do you have collaborations? Is that with other businesses or schools or community? And then really say, okay, you know, what does your public relations look like? And we evaluate that, and then we will develop a plan around that. And I always say anything worth doing is worth measuring, and if you can't measure it, then why are you doing it? You know, that's so true. And I was thinking of that the other day when we were, you know, people I, I hang around with, we were thinking about a business. And, and this one guy has a, good, has a nice business. But he was saying to me, he said, you know, about half the stuff I sell in my store, I don't sell hardly any of it. It's just wasted time. I wish I could find a way to maximize what I do best. And I all of a sudden I thought, well, Shelly, that's the kind of thing you, you <laughs> talk about. Have you ever had a business like that where after you've spent some time with her, you've said, you know what, you need to cut this item and that item and this and focus on what you really do great. Yeah, I actually have a, 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 a business that I can see right from my office building right now. We work together and, and what was happening is they were trying to be everything to everybody. And what was happening is that was a lot of overhead that they didn't need to spend. It was, and I said, what are you guys really good at? And they're like, well, this. And I go, what do you really make, you know, money at? And they're like, well, this. And I go, then why aren't you promoting that? And why aren't you focusing on that? And they're like, well, that's a good point. No one's ever asked us that question before. And, um, but they were doing things that because they felt that their customers wanted, they were actually losing money at it. So we had to really do a, a big refocus and look at, you know what, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? And that changes as you go through different life cycles of business. And you have to constantly keep your finger on that pulse. 
You know, I was thinking, too, I bet you a big part of your business is not to, uh, how do I say this right, not to make somebody feel terrible about maybe a website that they have. Right, but right. but but direct them to to make that site better because boy I've seen right. a lot of businesses over the years that that are you know you can tell they're kind of excited that they've got a website but when you look at it you you kind of wonder what are they promoting here and what do they sell right right well, I always tell people you know your brand isn't what you say it is it's what Google says it is there you go it's what other people <laughs> looking at it think right, well anyway. Right. Let's talk a little bit about if if somebody's listening out there this morning in Radio Land and they they have said, "Oh, this is kind of interesting. Maybe I should get a hold of her and try to refocus on uh, what I do best or how to refocus my business to do better." They can get a hold of you. I would assume maybe the easiest way is just to pick up the phone and call you at two one eight three nine three six six seven zero. But you do have a web uh, focus as well, right? I absolutely do. Yes, promotingme.com. And you can fill out um, a contact us form right there. It comes right to our team's uh, inboxes, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Fantastic. Well, folks, I, I really think if you are an entrepreneur or somebody that wants to be an entrepreneur, maybe wants to break out of the nine-to-five world and own your own business where you work around the clock trying to develop that business, uh, do it right Get somebody that can be a job coach, a business coach. And I think Shelly Peterson might just be that kind of person, the CEO of Promoting Me. And really, when you get into business, that's what you're doing is you're promoting yourself. Yeah, your products are important, but you're also promoting yourself as a promoter of your business. So, uh, again, the contact information for Shelly Peterson, 218 Three nine three six six seven zero, or simply go to your computer and type in promotingme.com. Promotingme.com. Make the contact, and Shelly be glad to get a hold of you and help you grow that business. Thanks, Shelly. Appreciate you it. bet. All right, talk to you again. So, what do you think, Kenny? Uh, we got to, we we found out uh, this morning again now. Here's another thing. When you were talking earlier about the school district wanting five million of our money every year to develop what technology, the technology that supposedly is going to tr- somehow better educate our kids, right? Well, now this morning I found a story. You know, we've had this ongoing problem called feeding our future in the state of Minnesota, where we had about 70 different people that uh, kind of uh, fed their future in with, with coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 pandemic money, and the U.S. Attorney's Office has now announced Monday in Minneapolis that they have now charged 10 more additional people in this ongoing, uh, growing uh, fiasco that was up there, multi-million dollar, I think it's $260, $270 million worth of money that was fraudulently used, didn't do anything, didn't feed any child, just was a scam 
set up to be just that. It was meant to feed the people themselves, these entrepreneurs that really were just scamming the system. And now the question has come out. In the last couple of times I've read this, there is more and more connection because there is a connection here between this whole program and the state of Minnesota's education department, the Minnesota education. It turns out that these programs were set up through the school systems as a way to feed the kids that supposedly weren't getting fed because the kids weren't able to go to school and so they weren't able to take advantage of their free lunch, free breakfast that the state was providing. So money was set aside through the coronavirus pandemic money and these people were just, rather than feed the children, the defendants enriched themselves by fraudulently misappropriating millions of dollars in federal child nutrition program funds. And again, now there's discussion about the fact that this was this program was supposed to be overseen by the uh, Minnesota State Department of Education. <clears throat> so now we have more than 70 people have been charged with defrauding the government. Now we've got 10 new people added to them. <clears throat> and I'm just going to read you a quick list of the people. Ikaram Usaf Mohammed, 41, Minneapolis. Shakara Abdinan Abduhasalam, 45, Minneapolis. Aisha Hassan Husani, 27, of Minneapolis. Faduma Mohammed Yasuf, 57, of Minneapolis. Sharira Sharif Osama, 41, of Savage. Shulaman Yasaf Mohammed, 39, of Minneapolis. And on and on. All of them Somalians who were working with each other. Obviously, one of them who was driving a new car, smoking big cigars, wearing nice clothes, uh, said to his buddy, hey, you ought to be in on this scam, man. There is some good stuff going on here. Uh, what do you got to do? You just write up some names, list, make some lists of people that you supposedly are offering food to, and you don't have to provide anything. And man, it worked for a while. It worked for a while until all of a sudden the federal government did say to the state of Minnesota, let me see your proof here that kids are actually getting are are getting food from this program. Where you know, I want to see some lists. I want to I want to check some of these sites out and are you checking them out? <clears throat> and evidently they weren't. Evidently the Department of Education wasn't. Which leads me back to the question we asked earlier, Kenny, about this this technology, uh, I, I guess it's uh, technology money or bonding that the uh, city of Duluth, the, oh, the ISD 709, yeah, wants yeah. to get. Yeah. Who's going to be checking to see whether any of this stuff is actually providing any beneficial services to the students of Duluth? Yeah. I, when I, will we be getting reports on how it's benefiting students' education. Well, maybe they need to come back with something that uh, spells it out that way. 
But to say you need $5.2 million over 10 years, how do you know five years from now if this money is going to do any good? And maybe technology will change in five or six years. Where do they come up with this 10-year figure? Well, they have no yeah, idea and, what 10 years from now is, no. you know, what money will be needed and technology, what it will be like. It's disturbing, Brad. Shouldn't, shouldn't there be benchmarks, too? Shouldn't there be... Oh, oh, you're asking after for a, a year. Lot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Look at you. You are really demanding a lot here, Brad. Uh, I know. But I, I <laughs> yes, if, I agree with you. I, yes. I think if we're spending that much yes. every year, after a year, we ought to see some benchmarks, How what kind of a difference it's made. Maybe after two years, we can really get a feel for what it's doing. If after two or three years, we're not seeing any improvement, then shouldn't we cut the program off? I I think to obligate yourself, put yourself in a a situation like that for 10 years, that's too long, Brad. It's too long. It's too long. That is. It's just, I I don't set well with this. And who covers the cost of $100,000 to cover the special election costs? Where does that money come from? Who pays for that? Well, it's got to be the taxpayers no. again. I've got to. Why couldn't they do it in November when they have oh, an election? I was listening to Meg. Because it's, they want the money right away. It's something to do with there's going to be too much confusion and, and uh, there's too much on the plate already. Oh, I, boy, I'm paraphrasing, oh and don't quote me on that, but yeah. no, this, is not, this is not a, a proper way to do this. It's not uh, fundamentally no. sound. It's not uh, monetarily sound. Say, we've got to get our caller on Jeff. He's got a topic that you and your listeners uh, should know about. Okay. All right. Jeff uh, from Superior, uh, good afternoon to you. Well, good afternoon. And, you know, Kenny always sets me up for some drama, but I I, I really don't (laughs) want to get much into it because I was listening to Todd Starnes, who's a conservative radio talk show host out of Memphis, Tennessee, and last night he had a guest on there. And they have information. There's a book coming out about Biden's daughter. And I really don't want to get into it because, you know, it has to be verified and all that. But uh, she, they found her diary uh, from years ago. And there's some issue there about when they changed the law in Delaware when Biden was a senator uh, so that he couldn't be charged. You know, there was a statute of limita- limitations on some charges. Uh, so I, I'm going to leave it ambiguous. If you'll let me, I, I got three jingles I was going to tickle your ear eardrums with from local oh, commercials okay. years ago. These are ones Have that you, you think are effective or or what? Yeah, yeah. Like okay. back in the day, there was one, uh, Northern City, it's a pretty place to be. Remember that from Northern City National Bank? Uh, vaguely. Kenny, vaguely. do you remember that? I'm, I'm sorry. Remember what? Do you now? remember that that jingle from Northern City Bank? I, I don't. I was Northern City. No, the only other good jingle that I remember was Christmas City of the North Parade. That's all. Yep. There's nothing. And there that was comes another close. one. There was another one from First Federal Savings and Loan. We belong to you. Remember that one? No, I don't remember that one. That, <laughs> you know, that, that one didn't hit me. Not too so memorable, eh, Brad? <laughs> well, nope. Well, there was another one from the DTA a few years ago. A while ago, it was 
Cross over the bridge. Remember that? I do kind of remember that. We're talking cream of the crop here, Jeff. We're talking (laughs) extremely notable. We're talking the cream of the crop. Oh, man. Well, you know, I just wanted to uh, make you laugh. That's all. So, um, all right. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was. It true. worked. It worked. Yeah, who Mountain Dew? I remember that one. I remember that one. I am the you Frito know, Bandito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. You know, some of these, uh, some of the artists out there. Well, uh, one that I remember specifically, of course, was uh, uh, what the heck was his name? Brad. He wrote the first Coca-Cola commercial. Or. He wrote the first Coca-Cola commercial. Or the first memorable Coke, I think it was, or or was it Pepsi? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, he was a he was a he was an entertainer, still is alive, I believe. In fact, just stopped Barry Manilow. Oh. What was and, and he, isn't Barry Manilow the same guy that wrote the original State Farm? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. that <sighs> yeah, one? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so you I can, think you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you can do real well by putting together memorable uh, little jingles like that. Yeah, and, and like you said, Kenny, that one for uh, uh, for the uh, for the uh, auto company, um, the, the, they probably didn't pay much of anything for that jingle. Arrowhead boy, Auto it Body. Works. Arrowhead Auto Body. Yeah, make it's it right. Extremely um, memorable and one that it's been going for decades. Yep. Yep. Well, anyway, and you got to go to uh, break. We do. Let's take our first break here and get back on track. And when we come back, I'll just tell you a little uh, quandary that the Democrats have. You know, they're trying to keep Donald Trump off the ticket. But I'll I'll talk to you about what's going on in Minnesota here. We'll be back. KDAL, keeping it close to home. I like that it's local. Local sports, local economics. This is KDAL AM 610 and FM 103.9. KDAL time is 130. Local temperatures 41 degrees at the National Weather Service in Duluth. 37 in Canal Park. And Brad, the winds are very calm uh, around the area right now, so not much uh, of wind to deal with. And Brad, on the phone from high atop U.S. Bank Building, we do have Chris Dahlberg on the phone. Well, Chris Dahlberg, the uh, entrepreneur who last night had his world premiere. (laughs) How did that go? Oh, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, for the listeners, we the world premiere was I'm starting to advertise on the Wheel of Fortune. So you'll see me on there uh, Monday through Friday for a while. And we just Ooh. thought it was good to talk. We're saying estate planning as easy as one, two, three. So <laughs> but we, had a, we had a good night. Uh, so it was a good time. And, uh, and, then, and now today, busy, busy, but uh, I just got back. I want to let the listeners know from Alliance lunch over at Clyde Iron. So oh, yeah. Listeners, what are you thinking about when you think Lions Club coming up? I'm thinking about pancake breakfast. They're all, And they're just starting the launching. They're talking about it pretty quick. May 2nd, they're going to have another pancake meal, so that's exciting. Uh, so put that on the calendar for all the listeners. We'll talk more about it from Dahlberg Law. Um, hey, Brad, today I thought... Were you... Go ahead. Were you pretty, were you pretty happy with the... Uh, with the piece they developed for you, though, for the Wheel of Fortune? 
I was. You know, what we wanted to do is be very serious uh, and just get to the point that we want the listeners to know that uh, who've been procrastinating, and we know, we laugh about it on your program. People have been doing oh, it for yeah. 15 years. Yeah. But I really, yes. I, I think this is a, you know, not only do I practice law, but it's like a public service because you're helping sure. people avoid family hardship. And so we've been telling people for the last 15 years on your program, because advertising, what do they say? It doesn't work, but it does. Actually, we've been on 20 <laughs> years on your program. and uh, Yes, you have. And, but r- really, we want to make listeners know to get your will done or trust at Dahlberg Law Office, the process is easy. It's painless. It's really not that bad. It's not like you're going to get a root canal of your teeth. Uh, no. So, we'll, so just call Dahlberg Law, 218-722-5809, Dahlberg Law, 218-722-5809. And you can go right on the web, DahlbergLaw.com. It's that easy. You just go on. You say, hey, uh, we're thinking of getting our estate planning done. Do you got any appointments coming up? We'll call, back, call you back. You'll get on the calendar, yep. and then you're moving big mo, big momentum. Well, and Chris, I think the, uh, the the big thing to remember, too, is that once you have a will in place, and you can, you can, we've learned over the last month or two here that you can, if you've got a, uh, if you've got issues with one of your children that haven't been very attentive to your needs or, or, or just haven't been following through, maybe have uh, gone against your wills, your wishes in the past, you can kind of exclude them purposefully. But you can always add them back on at some time if the situation changes. You're right. You can always make modifications uh, to your estate planning. But here's one thing you can't do. When it's too late, it's too late. So, you know, when we all have an infinite time on this earth, and when we pass, that's it. So if you don't get your estate planning ahead of time done, uh, it's too late. And so at least get in the door. And if listeners are thinking, well, I'm going to wait because... I'm thinking of selling my house in six years, or we're going to get rid of the cabin, or I'm going to transition my business. No, 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 no. Do it today. Call today. You can always make the changes. And the phone number to call? 218-722-5809. Everybody have a great uh, day. Thank you, Chris Dahlberg. Chris Dahlberg, attorney at law, really is that easy, and he'll work with you to make it so smooth and so transitional. Anyway, um... So, Kenny, we've got Democrats all over the country trying to exclude Donald Trump from the ballot so that people can't vote for him if they'd like to vote for him. And yet, this morning, I see a story. Uh, this came to me uh, uh, off the wire services. Uh, m- meanwhile, Democrats have engaged in a coordinated nationwide effort to prevent President Donald Trump from obtaining ballot access. Yet here in the state of Minnesota, Ken Martin, the chairman of the Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party, has submitted a list of presidential candidates to the Minnesota Secretary of State on December 13th. Among those candidates, Kenny, was Senk Ugar, a left-wing Turkish-born political commentator who is ineligible to be president of the United States. Yeah, this guy's uh, kind of a nut job. Yeah. He freaked out on, uh, what is it, uh, Young Turks or uh, 
I think that's yeah. what he, yeah. he freaked out when Donald Trump was uh, winning as they were as the results were coming to him uh, between him and Hillary. Oh my goodness, he was freaking out. <laughs> Couldn't believe Donald <laughs> Trump was winning. Well, here's the thing. See, under our Constitution here in the United States, we have a little clause called Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution of the United States of America. The section reads, no person except a natural-born citizen or a citizen of the United States at the time of the adoption of this Constitution shall be eligible to the office of president. In other words, if you're not born here, which this uh, this gentleman uh, by the name of Senk Luger uh, was not, he was born in Turkey, he's not eligible. And why the Democrats are bringing him forward, putting him on the ballot, even though they know he does not fit the criteria under our Constitution, what is going on? Well, because he hates Donald Trump, and they just want people... Hey, Brad, you go to MSNBC right now. Well, here, let me do it. What channel is it? Let me go to MSNBC. Uh, Why would I do that? Well, I I'm just saying that I... that's all they talk about is Trump. It's 20, 24-7 Trump. Here, let's go to MSNBC and don't be in commercial. And okay, here it is. Um, what's the uh, caption? Okay, there's some judges they've got up there. MSNBC's <laughs> reporting. I'm not sure what it's all about, but it's 24/7. Hate Trump. MSNBC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the Jenks, the young Turk guy, he hates Donald Trump. And well, there you go. Um, so here you go. The, the so headline: Breaking news: Appeals court unanimously denies Trump immunity claims. Well, that's old news. Yeah. That happened earlier this morning. That's very old yeah, news. Yeah, we know this. What, what so they're going to be on this all day. And there's yeah. a picture of Trump in the background. Trump ballot <laughs> battle, special coverage, Thursday at 10 a.m. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. But that see, the, if, and they oh. won't let up. You know what I'm afraid of? Is they're going to create some crazy goofball out there with this never-ending battle to get Trump off the ballot. Yeah, that somebody is going to seriously do something bad. Yeah, something bad is going to happen if you don't take your CBS News break. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true too. <laughs> something very bad is going to happen if I don't take my break. Did you see my note, by the way? Yes, and yes. <laughs> oh God, I... we'll be right back after this break. KDAL time is one forty-one, thirty-nine degrees in Canal Park at the Army Corps of Engineers. 39 and basically no wind right now. So, yeah, we're still mild. Yes. Very, yeah. It's, it, but there is relief. It lasts for a long time. There is relief coming, Brad. We're 42. Wait a minute. When you say relief, yeah. see, I worry about that with you because <laughs> your kind of relief might mean 11 inches of snow or something. Well, no, we're in the, in the depths of winter. It's been a struggle, but there's relief coming. We're six weeks away from the start of spring. 42 days, Brad, and we okay. can say goodbye to this awful winter. Say, uh, you know, to get back to the issue we were talking about at the beginning of the show today, what is, what are they, what is our government going to do with these individuals now that they have rounded off a bus in Phoenix, Arizona? The uh, Several of the illegal immigrants suspected of beating New York City police officers 
uh, were arrested in Phoenix. Uh, now, you have to remember that these people were turned loose by the New York City Justice Department without without them having to pay any bail because I'm sure when they got to jail, the their attorney, court-appointed attorney, probably said, well, these people are so, they're destitute. They don't have any money. They just snuck across the border, came here. They don't have any money, but all they got is the clothes on their backs. You can't charge them with bail just because they attacked police officers. They need to be deported, Brad. Well, I hope that's, but will that be the answer or will they turn right around and get in the next line of people coming north? Well, that's why people want uh, President Trump. That's why they want to vote for President Trump, because he has made a campaign promise that he will secure the border and have the largest deportation effort ever known. We can't have this, Brad. You talked about it yesterday on your show. You mentioned the eight and a half million illegals at that southern border. And of that, 1.8 million gotaways, people that just got in and uh, unchecked, come on. Yeah. This can't continue, Brad. But they had had a video this morning of a reporter asking a bunch of illegal immigrants outside of one of these migrant retention centers who they were going to vote, who would they vote for for president this year? Not that they can. Right. unless, Unless Biden finds a way to sneak them into the system somehow. Yeah. But... In in almost every case, they mumbled, oh, the, uh, the Biden, Biden. Of course. Vote for Biden. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all Biden has to do is say this, when as far as coming to America. You know, all yeah. he has to say is don't. 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 Don't come. That's don't. all he's got to do. Stop. Stop. That's don't. all he's got to yeah. do. That's all he's got to do. Well... Let's, you know what, let's do this. Uh, well, we got a minute or two here. Let me get, here's, here's what we're doing instead of doing that, though. Recently, yesterday, the Tax Relief for American Families and Workers Act places an even greater burden on American taxpayers by expanding tax benefits for illegal aliens. Congress should not expand tax credits without closing loopholes allowing illegal aliens to take advantage of child care tax credits. Right now, the way the bill is written, illegal aliens who are not uh, members, they're not American citizens, can file for child tax credits even though they're not legal. Now, in addition to that, um, the, the attack that took place in New York City highlights dangers of sanctuary and open border cities. These notes, by the way, are coming from uh, FAIR, that the organization that really keeps an eye on what's going on on our borders. The shocking attack on New York police officers by a migrant gang in Times Square is the latest consequence of open borders and sanctuary policies. Now, the agency in charge of immigration and naturalization matters announced last week that it had finalized a massive regulation that adjustments that adjust fees for nearly every benefit the first time fees have been raised in 15 years US citizenship and immigration services rolled out their new fee schedules which is intended to generate revenue to cover their increased workload particularly asylum applications which are a direct result 
of the Biden administration's open border policies. So in other words, our own government is now raising the fees that we are going to charge illegal immigrants who are trying to come to this country to get asylum. They're going to have to pay bigger bigger amounts of money uh, to get those fees, to get those applications to fill them out. Um, it, it, it is almost beyond belief what we are allowing to happen uh, all in what, what Joe Biden said. Well, we're a country of immigration. We're, we're a country of immigrants. We're, we're a country of legal immigrants. Nowhere does it say in our Constitution that we have to allow everybody that wants to come here the right to be here. In fact, that's why we have asylum policies. We get to judge whether you really should be uh, trying to come to our country or if you should have stopped in Mexico or should have stopped in uh, Honduras or wherever else you walked through to get here. Not everybody should be considered uh, to be coming through an open border. Anyway, that with that said, we have to take our Minnesota news break. Let's do that, and then we'll come back with more here on the Tuesday edition of Sound Off. Thank you for being my friend. Red Solo Cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Red Solo KDAL time, 152. Toby Keith, Red Solo Cup. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the standard at any kegger uh, is to have a oh, God, yes. sol- red We're, solo cup. and Yeah. Yep. Now the Grab late. Your red solo cup and yeah. have a potty. Now the late Toby well, Keith. Listen, Very sad. Listen, Toby Keith is going to be missed by so many different people. And he had, to come out of the oil fields of Oklahoma and then be able to write the kind of tributes he did and stuff is just phenomenal. Well, Kenny, the war in. Uh, in Gaza may not be over yet, but there is starting to become some real uh, real information that says it's basically over. You know how they say, well, it ain't over till uh, the fat lady sings or whatever. Yesterday, Netanyahu held a press conference at one of his command headquarters for some of his troops that are involved in the Gaza fight. Half of Hamas, this is right from Netanyahu, Half of Hamas has been killed or wounded. 18 of their 24 battalions. Hamas uh, had always bragged about the fact they have 24 battalions of fighters ready to fight Israel. Well, 18 of the 24 battalions have been destroyed. Now, they are working feverishly to get into the pockets where there still are some. But they showed Netanyahu shaking hands with some of the troops. Some of the troops, by the way, are young females that know how to know how to carry a gun, know how to shoot a gun, and know how to defend their country. Eighteen of its twenty-four battalions have been destroyed. Netanyahu spoke at Latran, a military site overlooking the Tel Aviv-Jerusalem road, where Brit- British-trained J- Jordanian troops had held out against Israel in 1948 war. Israel captured it in 1967, 
after Jordan joined in the war by shelling Western Jerusalem. Total victory, this is from Netanyahu now, total victory is essential because it ensures the security of Israel. Total victory is the only way in which we can ensure additional historic peace agreement, which await. Total victory will strike a moral blow against the axis of evil, Iran, Hezbollah, the Houthis, and of course, Hamas. Therefore, there is no substitute for total victory. And that's basically what you've got going on there. You've got the world complaining and people protesting in the streets of New York and everywhere else. And, and, we, and you've got Sinead O'Connor screaming at the, at the uh, Emmys or the whatever those awards were the other night. Say ceasefire, ceasefire. Was she doing that when uh, Hamas invaded Israel? No. It's just now when they're losing, when there's massive casualties on Hamas's side, they should stop the stop the war and let it uh, let them rebuild their military and let them do this again at some later later date. No, militaries should not operate that way. Ours shouldn't operate that way, and Israel does not operate that way. It was Annie Lennox. Yeah, there we go. Annie Lennox was screaming that. Anyway, what uh, what do you what do you got going on there? Uh... <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, don't forget Friday. Tom Tiffany is going to just he's he's either going to be coming to us from the southern border down along the Texas border, or he's going to just be back from that. He's going to be visiting a border. He's going to tell us what's really going on from a first bird's eye view. So stay tuned for that at about one thirty-five on Friday. Uh, We're going to take now, it out here, Brad, with some Toby Keith to end the program Let's today. do it. Yeah, we're going to miss the guy. I'm going to miss him greatly. He made common sense music. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, right here on Sound Off with much more. And what do you got from Toby? I'd have to call you good once as I ever was may not be good as I once was but I'm as good once as I ever was your twin ports home for twins baseball KDAF.